everyone welcome to the daily grind my name is kelly johnson your fun and friendly host we're on episode four of season four the very best one yet we have a special guest on today's podcast so keep the introduction short we like welcome to the show, Darcy Loma. Darcy is the creator of Thoughtfully Fit, Master Certified Coach, Professional Speaker, and Author and Consultant. Through Darcy Loma's coaching and consulting, its mission is to create high-performing people and teams that want to transfer them the way you think and live. They do this by focusing on leadership development, improving communication, and working through conflict in a positive way. So welcome to the show, Darcy. Thank you, Kelly. <laughs> Great to be here. Thanks for coming on to the show, Darcy. Our listeners are beyond excited to learn more about your story, what you do. So my first question of the day is, can you briefly introduce yourself and what you do on your daily grind? Absolutely. I am a mom of two teenage daughters. That is the probably the primary role I play in my life and the most challenging role and the most rewarding. And I am a business owner. So I own Darcy Loma Coaching and Consulting. I've got a fantastic team of coaches and trainers and consultants. And everything we do focuses on creating high-performing people and teams. And we look at the people side of what gets in the way, right? And the people problems. So we are focused on communication, leadership, conflict, team building, anything that will um, improve and enhance your ability to be able to focus on what you do best and to accomplish your organization's mission. Wonderful. Yeah, really well said. I'm excited to dive in this interview. Again, learn more from your expertise. Share your wealth of knowledge with us on the pod today. So yeah, just speaking of like transformation, how do you transform the way your clients think and live? Well, so when we are working with clients, we work with both individuals and whether it's, you know, leaders or CEOs or managers, or sometimes it's even, you know, business owners, entrepreneurs, stay-at-home parents. Um, and then we also work with teams and organizations. And the, the, the main focus to, to help somebody really, you know, transform the way they think and live is through sort of a two-part equation. One is to help them create new awareness, awareness about what the future looks like, what their vision is, what they're wanting for their life. What do they want to be different? What do they want to change? And, uh, and an awareness of what are the obstacles getting in the way of that? And then the second part is through actions and uh, creating bite-sized, manageable actions with accountability to be able to achieve that, that goal and that vision. And, you know, I'm overly simplifying it, but that, that's it in a nutshell. And a lot of times when, when people come into, for instance, um, coaching, that's a primary part of our business, they, they either know they want something to be different but they don't know what, they don't know exactly. So they need help creating that awareness. Or sometimes they're like, um, 
they know what it is that they want to change and they know their vision and their goal and their dream, but they're having a hard time executing it. So they really need help on the, the actions and the accountability side. Yeah, really well said, key areas. And then I love the two, sim very simplified us on today's show with the awareness and actions and the keyword accountability too, you hit the nail on the head. Just being the, the, the people problem experts, as you call with your coaching consulting business, uh, just speaking on behalf of just being the, that person that can help uh, individuals, leaders, and teams, like you mentioned, really increase their productivity, you know, overcome obstacles, challenges, achieve their goals. Obviously, we're really goal-driven on this podcast as well. Uh, just speaking about helping out in various areas that are really essential to business and even uh, from a personal standpoint as well. Can you tell us about like, you know, the importance of high-performance teams and managing conflict and even stress reduction? Yeah, I mean, we work with people who want to be successful in, in life or business and want to be high performing. Um, and so we're not, and we've, we, we use the model of Thoughtfully Fit that we spent years and years, decades <laughs> designing. And so we are not in trying to convince somebody that they need to be high performing or successful or tell them even what success looks like. If, if somebody's like, my life is fine, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, whatever their life is, whether they're just chilling or they're a couch potato, like we're not trying to convince somebody of anything. We work with those people who say, I want to be high perform. I want peak performance and to look at what gets in the way of that. And so you asked about managing conflict and stress reduction. Those are two common obstacles that get in the way of being able to achieve achieve your your dreams and the results you know conflict with other people and then you know stress kind of conflict with yourself with yourself or pushing too hard and uh maybe not setting boundaries not saying no and you're overwhelmed and you are not performing in a peak way because you are exhausted mentally and physically yeah, really well said, Darcy. Just again, uh, helping us paint the picture and what the key areas are really important to focus on and what should we have on our radar on our own daily grind. Uh, what are like, you know, six common hurdles people experience with that sabotage success? Well, so Thoughtfully Fit is a model that I developed. I started to notice that coaching clients would come in and they had similar, they, they all had similar obstacles and challenges and hurdles. And I'm like, huh, it just seems like there's patterns and themes, different details, different players, different stories, different dynamics, but at the, at the end of the day, similar challenges. So we spent five years researching and doing a deep dive and categorizing every client that came into a coaching or consulting relationship, uh, categorizing their problems. And what we found is there are six hurdles. There are six themes that everybody you know that wants to reach peak performance that gets in the way of that so uh and three of those hurdles are internal where we get in our own way and then three of them are external where we have challenges with other people so kelly do you want me to run through those those quickly yes that'd be great cool so hurdle number one some version of there's so much to do i can't even think people are overwhelmed <laughs> That's is that a smile of knowing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they're overwhelmed and producing 
at such a fast pace and going from meeting to podcast to dropping off the kids to volunteering to listening to NPR and they're just overwhelmed and they have a lack of stillness. That is all about being able to quiet the mind. And, you know, just like if Thoughtfully Fit is a model designed after being, um, I'm an athlete, I've been an athlete for, for my whole life and found that um, when I perform my best physically and I compete the best in triathlons or whatever I'm doing, I have to have rest, I have to have stillness, I have to give my body the chance to recover. So in the same way, you have to do that with your mind. So that's hurdle number one. Do you want me to keep going or do you want me to pause in between? No, this is great. I think we can we can go through, we're, at, we're on a roll here. So right. I, I'm all ears and eyes. <laughs> Perfect, good. So second hurdle is uh, clients will come in and say, I don't always handle myself the way I'd like. And as a result, that's getting in the way of them having the, the results that they want, right? So uh, it might be that they're stuck in traffic and annoyed and they get to this big meeting and instead of showing up and smiling and shaking hands and making eye contact and being present, they are like in the, the swirl of the stress and like, oh, traffic was so bad. And were you on the belt line? Did you see that? And, and, and they'll come into coaching going like, oh, Darcy, I really missed an opportunity. I'm not handling myself the way I want. So that's all about consciously choosing how you show up in any situation. And that is the, the thoughtfully fit practice of strength. And strength requires a heavy lift to be able to self-manage and show up how you want. Mm -hmm. And then the third internal obstacle is uh, getting stuck. So people get stuck in projects they don't know how to move forward, stuck in a job that's no longer fulfilling, stuck in a relationship that feels uh, frustrating. And so that is the uh, thoughtfully fit practice of endurance. And endurance is being able to overcome those obstacles to, to get unstuck instead of stalling out or, or quitting altogether. And so then there's three that are external where we uh, get stuck and have uh, challenges and hurdles with, with other people in relationships. So fourth hurdle is I'd be fine if only you were different. <laughs> so someone would come in to a coaching session and say, okay, Darcy, here's what I want to focus on today. How can I get my colleague to engage when I am uh, frustrated, he shuts down. And uh, you know how, if, if somebody else would change, if somebody else would be different, I could be happy. How do I get my uh, spouse to communicate better? How do I get my kids to put the dishes in the dishwasher, whatever it might be. And they spend a lot of energy and time being angry that somebody isn't the way they think they should be, or, or worse, they spend time and energy trying to get them to, to change. And so that's all the thoughtfully fit practice of flexibility, which is being able to stretch to accept others for who they are, just as they are, instead of being angry they're not the way you think they should be. Then the fifth hurdle is uh, relationships that aren't working. So, you know, maybe um, you are over-functioning and you're frustrated and resentful. 
and your relationships are out of balance. And so, you know, clients would come in. I don't, I don't care if it's personal or professional. That is a common theme. And so that is the thoughtfully fit practice of balance, which is being able to balance what do you want and need with what I want and need, right? And to try to find the win-win instead of being in that place of like win-lose, I'm going to get my way regardless, might pay off in the short term, but it certainly doesn't serve you well in the long term or the person who's sort of acquiescing and I don't, I don't want to say anything. I don't want to rock the boat. I don't want anybody to feel bad. So you lose, the other person wins. Again, that's fine in the short term, but in the long term, you get frustrated and resentful and it shows up in, in passive aggressive ways. And then the final hurdle, number six, is uh, reacting poorly when blindsided. So, you know, somebody calls you out in a meeting and instead of pausing and taking a breath to think, ooh, how do I want to show up in this moment? And then acting thoughtfully, you, you, you react in the moment, you snap, you get defensive, you shut down. And that is a common uh, theme and a, and, and a hurdle that really gets in the way of peak performance. And that's the thoughtfully fit practice of agility. Agility is being able to respond thoughtfully instead of reacting on autopilot. Oh, this is great, Darcy. Thanks for sharing, uh, you know, both the, on both sides, the internal practices and the external practices. Really important for our listeners to in today's episode to uh, understand, you know, how these have different weights uh, and can, in fact, uh, affect them or influence them on their own daily grind and why they should be on our radar too. And just that importance of being able to overcome that or those challenges that come our way. I love how you defined it too, uh, Sabotage Success. Um, can you tell us more about the, the importance of being you know, mentally fit and why everyone should train their mind like they train their body? I, mm -hmm. I like that you're also in the, in the sports space too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's where I had the aha moment, Kelly, was, you know, so I started to notice in, in uh, I've, I've been a, a, an athlete, I was a um, cross country skier and went to junior Olympics and then transitioned to marathons and triathlons and Ironman. And I remember when I did my very first triathlon and I hadn't trained for it. My girlfriend said, Darcy, it was a Tuesday. She's like, Let, let's do a triathlon on Sunday. And I was miserable. It was hard. And I mean, oh my gosh, I, I don't even, I don't even know. I barely finished. And so, but I was, I got the spark. Like I loved the energy and the excitement of being at this event outdoors where all these people of different shapes and sizes and ages and abilities were saying, I'm committing to challenge myself in this way. And so I knew that I wanted to, to do more. And I, and so I hired a triathlon coach and I joined a multi-sport team and I uh, trained and, and joined an open water swim class and a master's swim in the, in the winter. And I learned how to do transitions and I practiced and trained. And lo and behold, the triathlons got easier and I got faster and more successful. So when I started to notice that my clients were, were bringing the same challenges and, and obstacles into our coaching sessions, I wanted to develop a model that would help people to train their minds in the same way that they train their body. Because when I realized when I train my body, it's easier, 
I'm less likely to get injured and I'm more successful. In the same way, when you train your mind, your relationships are easier. You're less likely to have conflict and you can reach peak performance. And so that's the importance because you, like, we know that you're going to get triggered when somebody, you know, uh, blindsides you. We know that if you handle yourself uh, poorly, you're not going to get the right results. We know that you're going to get stuck. We know, right, that you're going to have these obstacles. And so if you can train mentally to know how to respond in the moment when those things happened, happen, you can then reach peak performance. You can get past them. That's why I, I think it's important to, to train to be mentally and thoughtfully fit. Really well said, Darcy. And it even goes to show, I think um, early on in the interview, you mentioned uh, peak performance. And that's such a key word uh, for us on our daily grind, whether it's, you know, in the office setting nine to five or even outside. And when, if you're participating in sports or hobbies or things that you're competing to, you know, achieve that personal or athletic or uh, uh goal that you have um, that, that's on your radar, um, you, you being a triathlete too, and being able to perform exceptionally well each and every year, you've had quite the stint too from since 1998. I think our facts here, our research on the pod, you've been competing in triathlons ever since then. So super kudos to you and what you do. And also, I think maybe just good transition to the next question of just being, we talked about earlier, just being overwhelmed or uh, stressed out by different uh, things. So many things on our plate, uh, saying yes to everything when we should be saying no in specific instances. How can, you know, becoming thoughtfully fit help us overcome like being overwhelmed, stressed from managing all the chaos and, you know, th those relationships uh, in the day-to-day -day life? Yes. Yeah, so, so when you look at being thoughtfully fit. It's, it's about being able to handle yourself response, uh, thoughtfully in any situation um, instead of being on autopilot. And so as it relates to the overwhelm and the stress and the chaos, uh, when you're thoughtfully fit, you're able, and you can train your mind instead of, you know, somebody um, emails you Kelly and says, Hey, you've been a part of this nonprofit for a long time. Would you be willing? We just, the, the, the chairperson of the fundraising committee uh, just resigned. The, the next meeting is next Friday night. Would you be willing to take over and chair this committee? And so you look at your calendar and the Friday night's open and you reply quickly because you're in between meetings and say, yep, I'll do it. And then next Friday comes and you're like, oh God, why did I do that? What was I thinking? Because you're just saying yes on autopilot instead of pausing to think, how does this serve my goals right now? How does this align with the work-life balance that I want to create? Or a lot, how does it get in the way of achieving uh, the other goals that are on my plate? Because this is something that just came out of left field that's brand new. So when you can pause and think about what's being asked of you and then respond thoughtfully and act thoughtfully, you are more likely to reduce the overwhelm and the stress, right? And so it may be in that moment, instead of looking at the calendar and just hitting reply and moving on to the next thing, that, that you do pause for a moment and think, how, how does this request align with what my goals are? And maybe that you act thoughtfully by saying, oh my gosh, I love being on this board. This nonprofit is fantastic. And I'm not in a life space right now where I can take on such a big commitment. And so I have to decline. 
However, and then fill in the blank, I'm happy to write a check to get the fundraising off to a good start, or I'm happy to connect you to somebody who I think might be interested and just mentioned they want to do more servant leadership. Or why don't you come back to me in three years when my daughters are graduated, I'm a single mom and I, I'll have more capacity then. So when you can respond thoughtfully to the things that are coming at you, you can reduce the stress and the overwhelm. In addition, when you're thoughtfully fit, you also proactively, just like if you're physically fit, you train and you carve out time in your calendar to train, whether it's strength training or going for a run if you're training for a marathon or whatever it is that you're training for. In the same way, you can carve out time on your calendar to create more stillness, to quiet the mind. I create buffers on all of my appointments, 15 minutes before and 15 minutes after. I schedule time for stillness on my calendar. So when you're thoughtfully fit and you proactively do that as well, it can reduce the overwhelm and stress because you're managing your calendar more thoughtfully. Does that make sense? Yes, it does, Darcy. Again, helping us kind of find and understand uh, the importance of having that stillness and being able to um, understand you know, what's the weight of those relationships and how we incorporate into our, our daily life here. Speaking of just the thoughtfulness, how about rewind just for a moment here. Can you tell us about your motivation behind, you know, creating Thoughtfully Fit? Oh, absolutely. I mean, what I realized, you know, I, I work with individuals, teams, organizations, and it's so effective. It's so powerful. And, and when, you know, if you want to get more fit, there's all sorts of things you can do, right? You can go to the gym, you can hire a trainer, you can get a nutritionist, you can hop on YouTube and watch videos and do crunches and that, right? But I'm like, where does somebody go if they wanna train their mind, if they wanna be thoughtfully fit to be able to handle themselves thoughtfully? And, and so I wanted to create a model that people could use and to be able to train on their own to get thoughtfully fit, just like I am coaching and training my clients. That was the motivation behind creating Thoughtfully Fit and behind writing the book to, to outline this training plan because everybody experiences the same obstacles. And if we train for those obstacles, they're easier to clear and to, you know, to move on um, without getting tripped up. Just like you train physically for hurdles, you can clear those hurdles. So that was the motivation is to be able to help others uh, train to handle their life thoughtfully so they can get back to doing what they do best instead of having to deal with the aftermath and the mess of uh, reacting on autopilot, overreacting, silently stewing, and the, the things that get in the way of peak performance. Mm -hmm. Really well said, Darcy. Love the motivation behind it. And then even to just being able to train. And it kind of tees me up for my next question too. How does the individual make the switch from you know traditionally uh, fitness to, to mental fitness? Yeah. So, I mean, the, the concepts, the reason that I designed the model in the same way um, with the premise of being physically fit as thoughtfully fit is because you can use the, thing, so the, the same concepts. So, so, for instance, there's the six practices of thoughtfully fit. And there's all sorts of, I mean, I've got blogs and videos, free content. The book outlines all the six practices and gives the strategies that I use, not only in my own life, but that I use with my clients to be able to train your mind to right to have peak mental performance and fitness. And so at the core of thoughtfully fit is 
three simple steps. So I'm going to give one takeaway. So one really concrete, because we could go through all mm -hmm. six, but we'd have to be here for six hours, right? <laughs> so just like yeah, if yeah. you want to be physically fit and mm -hmm. you have a strong core, every movement's easier and you're less likely to get injured. But you can't do 20 sit-ups once a month and expect, you know, to have a strong core. You have to be consistent and you have to train. So in the same way, the core of thoughtfully fit, you have to be consistent and trained to do these three steps. So step one is to pause. Step two is to think. And step three is to act. And so how do you train to be mentally fit? You start small. You start where you are, just like you might start and say, okay, I'm going to do 20 sit-ups today. I'm not going to do 200 sit-ups or you'd be like miserable and sore. You start small. And when you get that email from somebody that triggers you a little bit, you just pause. You don't hit reply or reply all. You pause and give yourself a moment to reflect and you think and ask yourself some thoughtful questions. Just like my clients come into coaching and they hit the pause button on their life and come into coaching and I ask them thoughtful questions. What's hard about that email? What triggered you? What is your default response? How do you wanna show up instead? What's getting in the way of that? What action do you wanna take? So then with that new awareness, step three is to act thoughtfully. And that's a way that you can change, you can use the physical fitness metaphor of engaging your core, building your core in thoughtfully fit to just immediately and multiple times a day, hit the pause button. That'll set you up for success to be able to think and then to act thoughtfully. Well said, Darcy. Again, these three steps are really important. I think for us, our listeners tuning to today's episode, we challenge us to to act upon these and you know take that time to to think it through and um, you know act accordingly. You you touched on or you teased on obviously the author of Thoughtfully Fit as well. What are the most successful characteristics of someone that's you know read your book and utilizing like the practices to help guide their actions? So when we work with individuals or teams or organizations, or when we get feedback from people who watch the Thoughtfully Fit Thursday videos or read the Thoughtfully Fit tips, what, what I consistently hear is that when somebody is training to get Thoughtfully Fit, they have less conflict and stronger relationships because they're more intentional and they're more mindful. And so for instance, you know, people are annoying <laughs> and, yeah. and people are frustrating. And, and it's, of course, if you have conflict in your relationships, there's nothing wrong with you. That's, that's normal, right? If you're a human and you have relationships, you're going to have conflict. So this isn't about eliminating the hurdles because we can't change other people. We can't change global pandemics. We can't change our policies of our company that we disagree with. The only thing that we can do is change how we respond, right? So we don't control what happens, but we do control what happens next. And that's our response. And so the characteristics of people who successfully train and are thoughtfully fit is they're able to make their default response the pause. And sometimes that pause is a breath or a count to three. Sometimes that pause is designing saying, oh, you know what? 
I'm just realizing that I'm feeling a little tense and in, in, in the moment right now, I'm going to go grab a cup of coffee and, and coming back and taking a deep breath. And right. And that is the autopilot instead of the autopilot being overreacting and, or some people just silently stew because while the pause is important to be able to think you also have to act, right? You have to go have that conversation that might be hard. You can't just think and think and think and think and overthink and get analysis paralysis. So the characteristics of the most successful people are they're able to engage their core, whether it's a really small, tiny hurdle or a really big one. And when you train for the little ones, you are stronger to be able to handle the big obstacles more thoughtfully. Yeah, well said, Darcy. Again, uh, sharing your wealth of knowledge of on today's podcast and just speaking of your story uh i mean coach speaker author consultant list can go on on making waves in your space what do you still hope to accomplish in this field going forward oh i have so so much to accomplish (laughs) i have so many dreams and visions i mean we would love for thoughtfully fit to become a household name so just like in the 80s when emotional intelligence was just being developed and nobody had heard of it or knew of it and now everybody knows emotional intelligence i'm hoping my vision and my dream is to create a world that's more thoughtfully fit when you look at the wars and you look at the political polarization and you look at the tension and the conflict When you're thoughtfully fit, you can access greater empathy and you can respond thoughtfully even to somebody who disagrees with you or you disagree with, even to somebody who you don't like. And if you can respond thoughtfully, there's a greater chance, right, that we can let we can have less less conflict, that we can have more harmony. So what I hope to accomplish is making thoughtfully fit available for anybody. Now, obviously somebody that is interested, they can, they, can, they can read the book right now, or they can watch some of the videos or read the blog. But also what we have just launched that we're so excited about is the Thoughtfully Fit Gym. So our goal is to give people a place to go to train and have community and support, just like you go to the physical gym to work out. This is a gym for your mind. It's like a Peloton for your brain. It's all virtual. And so, you know, our our vision is that we will, people will join the gym and be able to attend workouts any week, multiple workouts, as many as you want, right? It's a challenge by choice. Just like if you go to a regular gym and you can choose the workout that you want. If you have a hard time setting boundaries and saying no, you go to that workout. If you find that your um, uh, challenge is more around getting unstuck, We've got workouts for that. If you love live coaching, you choose that workout. If you want a skill drill to engage your core or you've got a special trainer, we've got Thoughtfully Fit coaches and trainers, right? So that's that's what we're currently working towards right now um, and, and we'll hope to accomplish is really making the Thoughtfully Fit gym accessible to everybody and especially people who maybe can't afford to have a personal coach to help them overcome and clear these hurdles and obstacles in their life 
it's at a price point where you can still train and practice in a supportive community. So those are a couple of things. I've got so many more things we're working on in the future. Oh, definitely. This is really exciting, Darcy. I love the I love the theme and the the background, the, the options, the variety too. I think it helps with that personalized approach for meeting the needs of uh, the daily grinders, uh, whether you know they're feeling stuck or having too much to do, struggling to say no, um, you know, dealing with various hurdles. Uh, you're the you're the go to one, the one stop uh, go to gym here that we need to check out. I love the teaser that we have. Speaking of uh, podcasts, though, uh, the name of our podcast, The Daily Grind, what does The Daily Grind mean to you? Well, I think based on not only my own life, but also the work that I do with clients, we life is a daily grind and and whether it's the small frustrating obstacles or the really big challenges um life is hard and you know in in my in my life thoughtfully fit we had spent five years researching it developing it the model was put out into the world um uh, we, we finalized it on a Saturday. It was March of 2016. And then on Monday, we hired the strategic planning consultant and the PR firm to help us figure out how do we put this out in the world. And four days later on Thursday afternoon, I got a phone call from my neighbor. My life blew up in the most extreme way when uh, my neighbor called and said, Darcy, what is going on at your house? There are like 40 or 50 police cars and the SWAT team with guns and they just took out your husband in handcuffs. And, and I said, wait, what? John, what are you talking about? Well, I found out later that my husband of 10 years was arrested for sexual assault of a minor he had met online. And Kelly, my life blew up and, and it was the biggest nightmare. I mean, it wasn't even a nightmare. I'd have never had a nightmare that bad. And I, it, the, the charges were so severe, it was so extreme that I had to hire my own criminal defense attorney. And my attorney said, don't talk to anybody about anything. And at that moment, what I realized is I was ground zero to test drive this new model that I had been spending thousands of hours researching and helping my clients, right? get thoughtfully fit and, and engage their core. All of a sudden I was ground zero. I mean, it's not the best go to market strategy. I would not recommend it for anybody, <laughs> but for me, it worked because all of a sudden those hurdles that I referenced earlier, I had every one of them, like multiple every day, right? I was stuck. Yeah. Check relationships that weren't working. Check reacting poorly and blindsided. Check. And so I became ground zero to test drive this model. So the daily grind, like, and, and because I had been training and building my core, my strength for years and years and years, I, I, I didn't shut down. I didn't go bankrupt. And, and I was able to get through that and to the point where I can even talk to you about it and, and, and write about it in, in, my, in my book in a way that hopefully will spark um, others and inspire them and give them some concrete tools and strategies to overcome the, the grind that is in their daily lives. 
Uh, really well said, Darcy. Thanks for sharing your story, number one. Two, I think it's really important, uh, that personal tie, that personal relationship experience that you've overall now created this brand, that your, re- your, your reach is amazing out there. Uh, being able to help people in their own daily grind with overcoming those obstacles and uh, just making helping them achieve that peak performance that we all strive to achieve in any setting in general so uh again we appreciate all the support and all the all the things that you've done in the world making a difference out there as always uh yeah that daily grind quote maybe we'll have to rebrand our our pod here throw it in the mix (laughs) for the mantra of the week uh but yeah in closing darcy we, we talked about your daily schedule you have quite the grind going on uh with your with your business what's on your daily grind you know later this year back half of 2022 yeah, so the, the paperback version of our book is coming out, which we're super excited about. And we are uh, developing the Thoughtfully Fit Gym. And we also have a new course that we're creating that is an asynchronous course. So it's a video-based course for people. It's called the Intentional Team Player. So if you want to have a, a, a curriculum that will help you to figure out how can you be more intentional um that is also going to be launched later this year so we got a lot of big things that are happening wonderful yeah best is yet to come uh as we say on the podcast keep up the grind uh darcy again very inspiring story do you have a word of the day to motivate our listeners out there or even a quote or a saying i think what i would leave your listeners with is engage your core and, and if you think about engage your thoughtfully fit core and remember to pause, think, and act, that will serve you well. Like start small, start when you're in line at Target and somebody cuts you off and you're ready to just like shoot them a negative bad look and flip them off or whatever it might be to just in that moment, pause and think, how, how do I want to show up in this moment? That's a tiny little moment where you can practice just like doing, you know, 20 sit-ups and then act thoughtfully. And maybe you just smile and say, oh, go ahead. You look like you're in a hurry and you just let it go. And you don't, like allow it to just ruin the next hour of your life. That's what I would leave people with. That's awesome. Again, challenging us on our daily grind, that simple change or simple pause, thinking really important, moving us uh, not just today's episode, but uh, in the future as well. Uh, last but not least, Darcy, if our listeners have questions, comments, want to get in touch with you, you know, want to, uh, you know, read uh, thoughtfully fit, uh, you know, practice in the practice in the gym here, a lot of different resources. How can they do so? Yeah, so DarcyLoma.com is our website, and that has all sorts of free stuff and videos and blogs and things that you can watch and listen. And then ThoughtfullyFit.com has a quiz. So if anybody's listening and thinking, huh, how, which of these hurdles is my biggest hurdle? If you take this quiz, it's free, it's two or three minutes, it'll tell you what's your biggest hurdle of these six, and then it'll give you a strategy that you can start to train and practice immediately to clear that hurdle. Same strategies that I use with my clients and that I use in my own life. And then if anybody's interested in the book, you can find that on Amazon and Audible and Kindle, all in anywhere local bookstores that, um, that, you, you know, that you frequent as well. Mm-hmm. wonderful we'll put uh, darcy's contact where to find her online and also to check out the many resources available for us to to level up in our personal or uh, business career settings so yes uh thanks again for tuning today's episode a big thank you darcy for being on the podcast thanks kelly great to be here thanks for tuning into the daily grind this week 
You can subscribe wherever you get your podcast. If you want to follow us on Twitter or Instagram, we are at Daily Grind Pod. Please also remember to visit our website, www.kjfwi.org, and shop our merch. Until next time, my name is Kelly Johnson. Have a great day. This episode was produced by the Kelly Johnson Foundation with music composed by Connor Christian. And yeah, when you get back to Madison, I'd love to take over from Yeah, oh man. <laughs> well said. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Kelly. Great. Have a good one. Yeah, you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.